Roses are red, violets are blue, OP loves us, and we love him too. Welcome to Plano Podcast, tales of curiosity and character. I'm your host, Tammy Hooker. And I'm producer Mary Jacobs. We're glad you found our little on-air hangout with stories from inside of Plano and just outside of what you might expect. If you've never met Officer Parker, or OP, you're in for a treat. In this episode, Plano Podcast is sending a valentine to a true Plano character. For more than 30 years, Officer Arthur Parker has served as a Plano PD school resource officer. But school resource officer doesn't even begin to describe this man with a City of Plano badge and a heart of gold. Before we could even start the interview, Officer Parker had to make balloon bracelets for Mary and me. I know this is a little loud, I apologize. Here we go. One rose. I had bags and bags of multicolored balloons given to me by the uh, counselor at Wilson. Miss Shepard, she uh, brought in one day, she had all kinds of bags of balloons. Okay, she said, well, we had a teacher here previous before you arrived here who got a grant for clown school and it never took off. So we were cleaning and going through our stuff and we got all these balloons. He said, well, who could we give them to? OP, do I look like a clown? I guess I did. I don't know what happened. And I kind of poured in and um, and that the next thing you know, I'm, I'm way into it. Okay, now we can start. <laughs> this is Arthur G. Parker Jr., uh, currently known as OP. I'm a police officer slash school resource officer. I've been on the police department almost 32 years starting in May. As a police officer, I can go in there and I can do a presentation and you walk out and you've already gave them such a different perspective on the world. And you can walk in and just say, hey, it's a life lesson. And sometimes they don't understand why I do some of the things I do because they haven't walked in my shoes. So you want to give them a view of the world the way I see it. Uh, just to give them a view, whether what they do with that is up to them. But um, you do have that impact. Uh, it, I, I've done, I see it in so many different ways and so many different things I do. Um, you know, and you find different ways to connect with them or to reach out to them, whether it's through poetry, whether it's through, some people call it rap. It was poems back when I started. So you didn't say nope and went on and used dope. Now you walk around the mope saying, man, I can't cope. Now you're addicted to dope and it's like hanging by a rope. So you pray to the Pope to give you some hope. So wash your mouth up with soap because you're still using dope. So you decide to elope? Maybe now you can cope. You say using dope is like climbing a slippery slope. And you're at the end of your rope because you can't get above dope and you're giving up all hope. Man, you should have said nope to dope. There are so many things that you have to reach young people. So many different ways. And uh, uh, so I use a harmonica. Actually, I started using a harmonica uh, when I was in college. Uh, for a presentation, and we had to do a 25-minute presentation on someone in history. 
And so I did mine on Custer, and I started, uh, you know, you do 25 minutes, and you're sitting in the classroom listening to someone talk. They had to do 25 minutes to get an A. You know, some people do 15, 16. I was going to do 25 minutes. I'm going to stretch that out. So I had some music in there of that time frame, like, um, oh. He's creating the rhythm here using his baton against his bulletproof vest. There's a time you had to turn it off and on. Trust me, the, the transformation will gonna probably scare you saying, that can't be Officer Parker, he doesn't act like that. You, I'll raise it to the level I need to raise it to. Um, I've been doing this all my adult life. So that was since the point of being 18 years old with an M16 sitting in the tower saying, if anyone touches that fence, you will take this action. And that's the way you're trained. You're a soldier. You still have a job to do and you still have responsibilities and there are lives. And as a school officer, we do, we have to take it seriously. Um, you know, we're in a, in a point that if anything happened in that school, who else is going to be there uh, at that moment? And we have a huge responsibility. So, you know, that's 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 what it's about, and the, and the department is aware of it. Department goes and bends over backwards. We have training. We're it's mandatory that we we carry certain things and do certain things and and prepare for the worst. We have to. My father's military, and my mother was from Canada. Uh, I went in the army, and uh, I was at a nuclear missile site for 15 months uh, in the guard tower. You know, we had two fences, and anyone touched that second fence. That was it for them. A couple of things happened. I won a super soldier competition. And after winning that, I started, they wanted me to be officer friendly. And they had a main tag made up for me. And I was thinking, this is kind of corny. I didn't know what. And, you know, we're working with kids in the community. I was over in Germany, in Mannheim. And I went to a daycare that one day, and there were some little kids, three and four years old. I have the pictures at home. And I started talking with the kids, and they just they quit crying. But three of the four were crying, and they quit crying. And I was just, and I was saying, wow. And I walked out there and said, that was so cool, because I never worked with kids. And so I started walking around the community, and I don't know what it was, but it was the best job I ever had. I was so involved. I can't tell you how involved that and how much it affected my life. I, I'm downplaying it probably right now, but to give me a, a medal. Uh, for my work was officer friendly. As it turned out, there was another job like that. Parker joined the Plano PD in the 1980s, spent a few years as a patrol officer, and then was assigned to Wilson Middle School. I'm Celinda Sager. I'm the principal at Wilson Middle School. I worked with Officer Parker for many years at Wilson Middle School. He has an infectious spirit, very positive, always looking to connect with kids. He is an actor. He will put on a face and you will not know what you're getting. So you're thinking, okay, am I getting Officer Parker? 
am I getting puppeteer? Am I getting the dancing queen? I mean, like, what am I getting? And it, it just kept us all in such great spirits because our job is hard. His job is hard. So when you see him laughing and joking and having this fun, I mean, he just brings it. To really appreciate this next story, you have to know there are about a thousand students at Wilson Middle School. He would make copies. He would cut all of the pictures out of the yearbook of every single student in the campus. And he would write their names on the back of the picture. And you would walk into his office, which, by the way, he was always the first to be there. You could not beat Officer Parker to school. You could not. Um, He would be taking little pictures from the yearbook out of the baggie and stating the name. And then he checked the back to see if it was right, and then he put it back in. And he would do that every day. He made a point to memorize every student's name. I'm Janice Williams. I'm the principal of Clark High School. The first time I met Officer Parker at Clark High School, he went into his Officer Parker shenanigans. And while I was laughing, I was also very, very worried because I thought, oh my goodness, this is the man that's going to be protecting Clark High School. So I just wasn't really sure what to make of him. And at times, I'm still not sure what to make of him in a really great way. Despite that initial impression, Janice says that OP makes a huge positive difference among the students at Clark High School, where he now serves. Officer Parker makes him smile, but he does way more than that. He does something that most adults, I think, forget to do, including those of us in the schoolhouse. He listens. I am sure in 20 years, if you ask students that, many of them would still be connected with Officer Parker in some way. Even when he has to come in and be more serious and come in and and possibly, you know, enforce a law that's going to be difficult for the student, typically the reaction is not, you betrayed me, OP. How could you do this to me, OP? I thought we were cool, OP. Typically the reaction is more, I'm really sorry that I've disappointed OP. Most of the time, most of the kids that I've ever arrested, I don't have a problem with. Uh, Some do. Some, uh, and you know what? Maybe they'll see down the line. And, and you'll get those stories to come back and say, man, I was really stupid back in high school. But OP, you know, you arrested me and you busted me for this and this. And I see the world differently. I see where you're coming from. But, but they don't get it right then. But it may take that time as they mature. As much as the students and the teachers and the parents love OP dancing in the, you know, in the crosswalk on the way home from school every day, when there were serious issues to be taken care of, he was my partner and I knew I could count on him. He is, um, he, he gets a very stoic face. And he does not yell, does not raise his voice, but he asks very pointed questions. He can be funny and playful, but 
there is no mistake that he takes his role as far as protecting this campus and protecting the students of Clark High School and the community as a whole very seriously. So when there is a concern that someone could be in harm's way or that someone has done something to violate the law, Officer Parker has his very serious side. Officer Parker wiped tears from his eyes as he told us the stories of the kids he has lost. Katie, uh, she uh, took her own life. And the last time I talked to her was Plano Plano East uh, football game. And we couldn't have a conversation. So, you know, can you tell us this poem? Can you tell us this joke? And so we couldn't have that conversation. So I finally just told her, I said, hey, you know, we'll talk uh, later. And gave, you know, gave her a half hug from Ain and said I'll talk to her later. And I never got to talk to her again. A couple of days later, she took her life. Uh, I read the letter she wrote, and it killed me. I couldn't go to her funeral. I remember kids asked me if I was going to her funeral, and I told them I couldn't. I said I would lose it. There's so many stories out there, and you know, and then there's the failures too. And the failures are the ones who aren't with us, uh, the kids you know so well that were in your office and talked to you and and didn't make it. And that that is the tough part. There's so much to it and and that affects you um you know from michael katie skip there's those those are kids who are supposed to outlive me and didn't um and i knew them all i have i have personal stories with those kids and so you know you don't want those stories and that's that's a motivation uh to make a difference given that it's valentine's i would take the opportunity to tell him that we deeply deeply truly love him I don't think that society is in a place where people feel comfortable saying those words too often. And I think they're really important words for people to hear. And I would want him to know that we truly love him. He keeps us safe. He makes us smile. He listens. And there is no doubt that he would be available to anyone that knows him 24-7. I would just say thank you, we love you, and we're so glad you're here. And we want to experience as many Valentines with you as we can. Officer Parker is our Valentine at Wilson Middle School because of the love that he gives to every single student, every parent, every teacher that he ever encounters on that campus. And whether it's playing with puppets or dancing at a social or, you know, um, playing his harmonica while they cross the crosswalk, which all have happened. Um, he is our Valentine because he also cares about the choices that kids make. And he comes back and he, he, he still comes back to Wilson and visits and walks in the cafeteria and uh, greets the kids and does presentations about really difficult teenage topics with students not anything that he bought or purchased or uh, it is something that he sat down and took time 
to create especially for the teenagers at that campus. So whether it is drugs, um, peer pressure, suicide, uh, issues with your parents, he gets it all. And he will visit and um, have those conversations with with students to let them know. And I'm t- I'm talking an entire school wide assembly where he lets them know that I'm here for you, and here's how you can get me. And so, how can that? How how can he not be our Valentine? Because he shows that to us every day, and we love him for that. With the help of our special guests, that's our Plano podcast Valentine to Officer Arthur G. Parker, Jr., a Plano character who is making our community a better place. Stay with us now for our wrap-up, where we give you a peek behind the scenes with myself, producer Mary Jacobs, and a special guest. After all... What's the coolest little on-air join in Plano without sharing a little back corner booth discussion among friends? I'm Rebecca Schiffer. I was a math teacher at Wilson Middle School in Plano from 2000 to 2015. You end up sponsoring Crime Stoppers with him at Wilson. We had a great group. So we had a group of kids. We met after school once a week. We laughed at the motivation was the snacks, but they really did want to be there as we learned when the program ended. They were quite upset about it. But he would take case of little petty theft or missing things or things that have been found around the building or minor disciplinary issues, and we would bring it to the kids. And the kids would get to decide what would happen to it in a way. So like they would get to come up with a code name for the people, kids involved. They never knew their real names. They would come up with a code name for the kids. So like if you turned in a cell phone and we were able to return it to the owner, the kids would come up for a code name for the kid who turned it in, the owner it was returned to, and then they would get to vote on what level of reward that student who turned it in should get. So it was a lot of parliamentary procedure. They learned how to conduct themselves in a very business-like fashion. We followed Robert's Rules of Order, and they loved it. There is a state crime stopper convention every year. It moves, and we took our kids to it every year because we would do videos then, like if something was happening on campus, if there was a prevalence of locker room thefts or things getting taken off of cafeteria tables. We would do videos for it that we would put on the announcements because at the time our announcements were on the closed circuit television. And then you could enter those videos into the state competition. And we took him to the state competition. Our proudest moment was when Haley Bilbray, who was our president, was named Crime Stopper Board Member of the Year for State of Texas. You met Officer Parker first as a student mm-hmm. at Plano Senior High. I was at the senior high from 93 till I graduated in 95. He at the senior high was infamous for knowing everybody's name and he knew your name and he knew your name on site, first name and last name. And he could tell you who was on either side of you in the yearbook, which at Plano, you know, we were a small class in 95. There's only 1300 of us. You didn't know the person on either side of you in the yearbook, but he did. That was mid 90s. So if you locked your keys in your car, he would still help you break into your car to get your keys out of it. That was 
always saying, go find Officer Parker before you call your parents. <laughs> I was also calling your parents on the payphone. Every year when you took government, he would do a presentation in the government class where he would simulate a traffic stop to teach you your rights about if he would pull you over, can the cop search your car? If he asks you this, can you say yes or no? Do you let them do this or what do you do? Everybody who went through government when he was at the senior high went through that presentation with him and you learned what your rights were and what was reasonable and what was not. Well, how much of what we know today of OP existed in the 90s? He had hair in the 90s. He had the harmonica. The puppets didn't come later until we were doing Crime Stoppers at Wilson, but he had the harmonica. He had the dancing. He had the goofiness. But we all knew that he could turn serious on a dime when needed. And I think that was probably why it was most effective, because you knew if you were getting stern serious Officer Parker that this was a problem and this was serious. Was there any kind of an emergency that happened at the school that you remember seeing him in action? Class of 95 had a bomb threat three weeks after the Oklahoma City federal building exploded, and we were all evacuated out of the senior high. And Plano was smaller at the time. They didn't have as big of a bomb squad. I don't even remember if we had a SWAT team or not at the time. So we sat outside for a good two hours before they released us to go home. And later, when I worked with Officer Parker, I learned that he got to stay inside in the office at the senior high waiting to see if this person called back because nobody else quite knew what was going to happen. Did you know the history with the balloons and Wilson and a failed clown college grant? I don't even know how to begin to describe how does I mean, it sounds so random. To- that happened between the time that I was a student there and when I came back to be a teacher there. So I missed the actual clown college, but I was there when we inherited the balloons and the pumps to blow up the balloons. We were doing summer school with our Crime Stoppers. We were running the snack stand and Officer Parker got them out because when we were between the kids being on break from summer school classes, well, how else are we going to amuse these kids that we have sitting up here all morning with us because they can only eat so many free snacks. We busted out the balloons and the pumps and started figuring it out. And we made a lot of swords that first year. Do you have any puppet stories from him? I have not gotten to see a puppet yet. The puppets we had, oh, we had some great ones. They're like literally like the Muppets. So you stick your hand up behind them and it has the little stick that you control the hand and you make it talk. That's how we started doing our Crime Stopper videos was with those because it started to be some kids wanted to be on camera, some kids didn't, but they all wanted to participate. They were sitting at a little anchor desk sometimes or they were out in the field and... The, hold on, the Muppets were out in the field? Uh-huh. Well, if something happened out on the football field, we had to do a live report. We had about a half dozen of them. We tried to make them diverse because we even had a cop that looked like Officer Parker back in the days when he had his mustache. So we had the Officer Parker. And then we tried to get ones that looked like the kids. My Valentine to Officer Parker would be you made those years at Wilson. Some of the best teaching years I had in my entire career. And I have so many fun memories of the things we got to do with that Crime Stopper group. And I'm so proud of where those kids are now because that's the group I've heard from and kept in touch with the most. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's to you, too. I'm Charles Johnson, audio engineer for Plano Podcast. For more information, visit planopodcast.com and click on episode resources. We've reached the end of another edition of Plano Podcast, tales of curiosity and character. We hope you've enjoyed today's topics and discussion. Remember to support us on Patreon and to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Send your feedback, ideas, and comments our way. Thanks for listening and subscribing. We'll be waiting for you at our back corner booth. Until next time.